conversation to work, no play. Big bad tail on the bin, no face. Line them up, line them up, line them up, don't get back on the bitch. Boom, pal. Welcome back, everybody, to Brothers in the Defense Season 3. We're back again with a crazy episode, crazy stories, more crazy shit, and just crazy shit. Facts. But then again, thank you guys for everyone who's been tuning in, subscribing, commenting, showing support. We can't thank you guys enough. I know we say this every podcast, but we really truly mean it. Like, our whole entire thing on this podcast is like, if we can change one life, that's all that matters. And today, with the story that we have with this group, I'm proud to announce today, me and Ethan really, we did something crazy today. But we have our first official music group. We've had one artist before, but this is the first people on this podcast who have been in a group together who make music. So this is about to be crazy. They go by the name of Galore. Facts. And if you guys don't know them, you're going to know them today. So their story is a little different. Before I introduce them, before we get into it, before we go around the table, I just want to say the reason why they're here today is because they're going to give us some life advice on what they went through to get to where they are now. Everyone knows, you know, if I always talk about this on, my, on the podcast with Ethan all the time. Like, as an independent artist, there's a lot of struggles that go into music and just getting into this industry. And, like, a lot of people don't really know that. And I try to shed that light sometimes on it. But with a music group, they're a lot bigger and they have a lot more problems than probably one artist can have sometimes. There's three of them in this group. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to have you guys today on this podcast. And I think you guys can be able to give some advice to not only people who are in the music industry, but I think people are going to be able to listen to your story relate and you know hopefully learn something from you guys and take that into something that they're doing in their real life you know what i'm yeah, saying so thank you guys for coming in today this is galore if you guys want to go around the table yes sir facts. i mean i'm benny you know what i'm saying my boy right fair. here vachi mm-hmm. vachi i'm here we here with a gv shit yes sir <laughs> You talking to Peso, the chef right here. Yes, sir. Feel me? Mm. And this is Galore. This is Galore. Galore shit. Nice. You know what I'm saying? A whole yes, lot sir. of BGM. Feel me? All right. So we're going to get into you guys of... a little bit. I'm going to ask you guys a question. I'm going to start this off a little bit. So I was going to say, so how did you guys all meet? We all hear about Galore. We're all on the internet. We always hear you guys on IG all the time. I actually listened to your newest single. Shit was crazy. Yes, sir. Really, sure. really good. Four so, in the morning. Four yeah. in the morning. Four in the morning. Yeah, yeah we'll play that. We'll play that at the end. So you guys stay so, tuned for the So pop. I just want to get a little bit into your guys, like your past. Before you guys actually became Galore, who were you guys? How did you guys all meet? How did you guys like literally come together? And what was this process that you guys had? Like, how did you guys all meet? Let's start off there. Well, I mean, we all linked up through football, being on the football team together. High school shit. Right. Ricky and Prescott, they were friends before that. You know what I'm saying? Then I met Price at lunch. We just became cool. We Man, had close. Age, same interests and shit. We making music. We just spitting, spitting shit. My first song I dropped was a freestyle off of something that it was just some dumb idea we had at lunch. Mm-hmm. You know? Beating on the table, freestyling, having fun, yeah. being kids. Forever. You feel me? But the bond came really with us just being in practice every single day. So we built that bond where it's like we going home together. Yeah. We leaving at the same time. We be in practice till like 10 o'clock. Ethan no jokes. So it's like Bad. it was a bond. We was on a train freestyling. We bought, yeah. only got $2 in our pockets, buying honey buns, <laughs> asking yeah. for PC. Nah, but honey buns are mad lit. Like, I'm nah, that's a fact. That's amazing. our childhood right there. Yeah. But you feel me? We started, it was me and Ricky on the team at first. So we built that bond. Mm-hmm. Zion was in a band. So he, were, he was already musically inclined. In a yeah. band. He was in a band. Right, so, talk, a band. so talk yeah. about that a little bit. So, like, you, you were in a band. So you were in a group before you were nah, in a group. Nah, not even like that. Like, nah, I was in, in high school. school. Oh, so you were like the. I was playing a saxophone. Yeah, I played a saxophone. So that was cool, though. I mean, like, that shit really, I always had a huge love for music. I feel like doing that, you know, I never really liked. 
having to follow the rules of the band mm-hmm. and you know playing what's on the paper like I always wanted to experiment try something mm-hmm. different that's something and I, I feel like when we was in they exposed us to a when we was in lunch he was able to be creative like yeah. he was in the band it was like oh, choreographed and everything but yeah, 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 when yeah, you I in was. lunch we having fun I meet him I didn't even realize he was that wavy with it. We would be, he would be making beats on the table. I'll be freestyling and I'll be telling Ricky, like, yo, like, yo, making these beats on the table. Zion, like, like Zion is fire. Like, he's like us. You feel me? And when Zion joined the team, you feel me? I had him around Ricky a lot because I was close to Ricky. So. We all became doing the same thing. We started making beats in the locker room. We was hotting in practice. We, it would be <laughs> during practice, during weightlifting. We'd be in the bathroom turning up. Ethan, no, like nah, I remember. Wrong. I remember. It was always, yeah, it was always, it was always Ricky and Prescott freestyling. I remember somewhere, practice, somewhere, yeah. and doing, and doing not the bad goofy, but doing some goofy shit. You yeah, know? Yeah. funny, funny shit. Yeah, we would be freestyling over something somebody said in school, and we that would just ass. find a word, yeah. and people would be like, "Yo." Are y'all, are, y'all gonna, are y'all gonna drop these like, songs? We like, yo, we just playing around. I've never been to a studio in my life. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And Zion be making a beat with his mouth, beatboxing and shit. And we all just be going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So when we um, graduated, it all came into fruition. You feel me? It was easier to just me- mesh and gem those ideas because we already had it since high school. All right. So I was going to say, so talk a little bit about that. Get into it. So you guys graduated high school, right? You guys all kind of had this bond throughout yeah. the couple years that you guys had in high school through <coughs> football. So when was that like that turning point where you guys were like, all right, like we're all can come together. Like, how did you guys, how did it all start? Like, did you guys want to make music? Did you guys know you wanted to make music? And when was that moment where you did that pivot where, all right, I'm going to take this serious. And these are the people that I want to rock with while I'm also making music. So when was that moment for you guys? Um, so it, was basically, it was like an accident. It was like a real happy yeah. accident. Like, feel me? We was not even... All right, so this is what happened. I could, I could go in depth. <laughs> yeah, me, and Ricky, me and Ricky went to the same college, Alfred University Upstate, to play football. We had a scholarship to play up there. We went upstate. We was both depressed. Both of us. We was in the dorm rooms depressed, sad as fuck, because we knew, like... Football wasn't our lives. Like, I didn't want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, he didn't want to do this for the rest of my life. I'm short. We 5'8". I ain't even fast. He didn't know. Like, we played together. I wasn't even fast. Ricky wasn't fast. And it's like, we knew. We didn't have the love for it. So, both of us, we would just be coming up with ideas. There would be other artists in our school. And they would have, like, talent shows and stuff. And me and Ricky would have so many ideas for other artists. And we just gave them those ideas, and they loved it. And it was artists that wanted us to manage them. Right. So me and Ricky was like, yo, let's start, a, like, a management uh, company or some shit. Mm-hmm. We created a page. Me and Ricky was in brainstorming names. We was like, Galore, Galore Visions. It was mad other names mad we was coming up with. Like- and at the, around the same time, Zion actually was... Um, it was recording in their first song called yeah, Fernando. That's Fernando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some shit that it was me, him, and Chance when we was at lunch. It was just. It was an idea. We just. It was just a dumb idea. Freestyling. Like, Yo, Shout bro. out Bluetooth, though. Bluetooth. Yo, Bluetooth. Bluetooth, was, Bluetooth was, was after that. That's another one of them songs, but. Right. Yeah, bro. And Zion was cooking up at the same time. That's and we were working with other artists at school. So you guys yeah. weren't actually like speaking at the time, but he was going. Like, we were speaking. Solo, we were speaking, but it was not no like. We just wasn't like making In a group. Yeah, we was not making music. Me and Ricky's mentality wasn't even creating music we was not artists we was just trying to be a part of the bigger plan you feel me like Mm -hmm. maybe a label someday or just give other artists ideas a and r and but z was um dropping his song at the same time and i'm like yo ricky this shit hard zion just dropped the song you feel me Mm -hmm. like maybe we can push this shit and maybe we can make him collab with these other artists set up shows so um 
me and Ricky basically dropped out of that school. Eventually, mm-hmm. we just dropped out. We right. stopped going to practice. We just walked out. We, of there, we literally like, walked out of the practice with our pads, everything. And we just stopped going. Dropped out of the school. I didn't even get my shit out the locker room. It just, Nothing. <laughs> just, like, I had gloves, back pads, like, everything. Left it in the, in so the locker room. I was going to say, I do have a question for you guys. So, like, you guys both said, like, you walked out of football and you walked out of college. So, like, I, it might be a personal question for you guys, but, like, are you guys close with your parents? Um, yeah. I'm close. I could say I'm I'm getting closer to my mother. Me and my mother, mm-hmm. like, for me, I was very antisocial growing up, which is around adults. I was only comfortable around people my age. But me and my mother, mm-hmm. um, we used to mess a lot, but I guess we got closer over the years because she was managing us for a little bit as well. Interesting. And she was in the industry back in the day, so mm-hmm. she kind of knew the rules and everything that goes into it. So we kind of bonded with that, with the music. So I was going to say, you guys walked right out. So, like... Did your families respect that choice? Because there's always that social norm that everyone like, oh, you got to graduate from college to get that good job. Because you know, <laughs> as an artist, you know, what I'm saying there are times where like I even hate college, and like, everyone just like, wants to, <laughs> and yo. everyone just wants to be like, you know, you know, this is something that you shouldn't do. Yeah. But I'm gonna do it anyway and go against the grain and say fuck it because I'm gonna make this shit work. That's a fact. So. Mm-hmm. What did your family feel like when you guys did that? Because I know that's not easy for any family. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when I bounced and I did my thing like overseas, I yeah. told my mom I fucking hate school, so I, be- I left for a little bit. I didn't yeah. just get my head on right. And when I came back, like now I'm ready to finish while I'm doing like the whole music thing and Facts. everything. But how did your family feel like at that moment where you guys are like, all right, fuck this, I'm out of here. I'm not we doing all, college. We all have Caribbean parents. Yeah. Oh, God. And they all have the same value. <laughs> so it's all like, yeah. it don't matter what, if you're not in school, Especially if it's music, you know how it is. If you say everybody rap nowadays, everybody yeah. want to make music. So it's like, if a parent hears you dropping out of school to make music, and you don't even have anything to show for it, like at the time when me and Ricky came back home, I told my mom, I told my family, and they like, you don't have nothing to, you don't got no music, you don't have, you don't have a degree. since when you rap, since when you rap, <laughs> like, it's since like since when, why would you drop out? Yeah, we was like two semesters in, and they like, why would y'all you drop mm-hmm. out when you don't have anything to show for it? And it's like, for me, I didn't care what anybody was saying. They were like, yo, what you doing with your life? Everything was going in there, out the other, mm-hmm. because we knew the mentality we had. We knew the type of creativity we had. And if we just applied it to something, it was going to work regardless. You feel me? So I wasn't scared. Ricky wasn't scared. Z was making music at the same time. And that's how we knew we had a plan going forward. It was not like we were just like spontaneous right. and just said, yeah, drop yeah. everything. Yeah. You have to have a plan. Yeah, and I totally um, agree with that. And just walking out in certain shit that you're not passionate about yeah. and putting all the risks and bet on yourself uh, and going against the grain, right? Exactly. And how p- people will feel about that. Thanks. Like, you say you just walked out of practice. I'm going to just, Life. for me, there was jobs where I went to some jobs. And the first day, I'm like, this ain't for this me. Ain't for and me. I, I literally right. said... Fuck you. Yeah. I didn't tell him fuck you, but in my head. <laughs> in your head, that's in how you my fall. head, I said, fuck this and walked right out. I stood yeah. for the day because my aunt told me one thing. She's like, you know, finish what you started. So if you start something, finish it. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going to finish the day, but next day I ain't going. But one one job, I was like, nah, this is not it. Like, mm-hmm. they just disrespected my craft. Like, I was supposed to be mm-hmm. doing so- something and I did something totally different mm-hmm. and they were like disregarding me. And then some other new employee came in and they were treating them a whole high regard. Yeah. So I'm like, what's going on here? So I said, mm-hmm. F this. And I walked right out. I called Casey during my lunch. Mm-hmm. And I, you remember, right? I do, I do. Summer day, and I said, yo, should I go back? He's like, it's up to you. Do what you want to do. And then I, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, yo, you're a crazy motherfucker for That's that. That's the type of mentality <laughs> you gotta have. Do you what you want to do. Right, you shouldn't waste your time on something that you're not passionate exactly. about. Exactly. You know, yeah. don't time is something that we cannot get back. That's the asset Yo. that's very, very important, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
you know, when people are trying to waste my time or when some, when you feel like something's wasting your time, it's a disrespect yeah. to me as a man. To your because, time, too. Yeah, to my time. And I take that really, like, really to the heart. Like, yeah. me and Casey's friendship fell off because he was wasting my time. Mm-hmm. And he kept on doing it over and over again. And when someone's wasting your time like that, they're not respecting you. Mm-hmm. So, because again, you're not going to get that shit back. So why are you wasting that from me? Yeah. And going back to the point of... of of uh, this guy. Of going back to the point of putting all the bets on you, right? Yeah. The, the same with you with music. I had that vision with football. Mm-hmm. That my mom was like, I was bound. You know my. I mean, y'all know my Fires, story. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe the viewers don't know. You know, I didn't have it. I wasn't the most talented, and I was kind of like, all odds were always against me. When you I was played. hungry though. You I was, was going out there. Exactly. All you gave odds, it your all. Yeah, bro. I gave it my all. All odds were against me with football, yeah. and no one really believed in me. Except me, my mom probably did it. I'm not trying to under under regard my mother, but my dad believed in me heavily, mm-hmm. and I believed in me, and many others probably didn't. And that's why I worked the way I worked. I mm-hmm. didn't give a fuck what no one told me, mm-hmm. and yeah, I didn't get them as much playing time, but I kept going forward. I made it further than cats that did way you more did. than me in high school, you right? Did. That's a fact. You, and I was like, yo, Ethan doing and, his and thing, the real, the real is always gonna prevail. Always gonna prevail. Exactly. You're that's gonna see who's gonna last. That in the hard future. work. He was working uh, hard. So my mother, she's like, you know, you're doing this and that, going all the hard for football, but what is it giving you in return? You know, I'm not going to debt for school because thankfully I had some reserves. Yeah. And my mom told me, all money, you know, I'm going all money in for these projects. Yeah. So I'm risking football. She's like, yo, what are you doing? What's your fallback plan? But I'm so giving man. it everything. I have this tunnel vision. And she's like, what are you going to fall back on? Da, 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 da. So I had the mm-hmm. same thing. But, you know, back to my point, it's also a good to have. I know most people are not going to, like, respect this. It's good to have, like, a backup plan because I knew that if football didn't work, I could take it somewhere else. I always had a vision, like, beyond a vision, da 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 da, da. So football, yeah. I, I wasn't trying to just be one thing. So what I'm saying here, if you're connecting the dots with music, like you said, label, mm-hmm. don't just categorize yourself as an artist, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, let's look at Nipsey. Let's look at Jay-Z. They used that as a foundation and then spread out. Exactly. And that's why they're still in the game. Yeah. Jay, people can say, oh, Jay-Z is not so he's old. He's still in this. He may not be. It's a youngster's and game. It, <laughs> it's a youngster's game, rap, whatever, hip-hop. And we're in a, you guys are in a category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to look beyond that. Because like I said, you got to think long-term. <laughs> who's going to be there for the it's long run? At the, end of the, at the end of the day. It's a business. So with you having this vision, don't get so caught up in it that you... That, you be blind to the other opportunities exactly. and the other, the other plans per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's a fact. That, that's that's a little that's a little. Uh, so I was going in, bro. And I like that you that. said that you said you know you see stuff as like late like eventually becoming a label whatever because you can still do that yeah. and then expand. Who knows? Maybe music may not work. All right, let's try um movie or let's try like whatever yeah. you know instagram there's so much opportunities let's try some funny shit on instagram anything, anything. you can do anything you know maybe me with me in this case in this podcast i told casey i'm not with this pod yeah i'm trying to do the pod yeah with me and casey but what i have plans for me and casey or myself per se is to go bigger than the pod maybe we take brothers and demon and we get some property mm-hmm. get some establishment under the always go further bro. deep end name you shouldn't limit yourself yeah ceiling, not limit yourself no ceiling my mom can't can tell do. no one can mm-hmm. tell me nothing with my dream yeah but i'm gonna have a you know i'm gonna expand on it you know and no one's gonna you know that's and whatever you're passionate about like if you really care about it you're gonna push yourself to learn skills about that that's craft you feel me mm-hmm. you're gonna learn because you can always pivot you know what i'm saying you can always all right let's say you don't make it as an artist or something you could be an engineer you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you could mm-hmm. be an a and r you could work with people to further their brands and further their passions and 
bring like that literally with all three of us shots. we all yeah. have outside of just rapping and making music we have individual talents when it comes to creating it like zion he learned how to engineer and mix so he mixes all of our music the song he dropped he mixes it i produce most of our music going like since like yeah, 2020 yeah, making most of the beats of make most of the beats ricky literally is I learning how to <laughs> yeah, you feel me he like, learned how to edit he learned how to yeah. edit he was gonna buy a camera learn how to make our videos like we all trying to gain more skills Thanks. and to because we want to do this shit in-house we really want to mm-hmm. just have to not rely on right. outside of all yeah. money yeah. all in the family yeah. you know exactly money, yeah. and when you do shit like that you you get to really let your creativity express bloom. Yourself, yeah. you get to express it because sometimes like you know you record some shit and you got this whole idea of how it's gonna come out you send it to somebody they mix it and they just change Fuck the whole mood <laughs> just with the mix like mm-hmm. the effects that they use you know what i'm saying don't got the same presence that you had in mm-hmm. your head yeah. like we can all sit down together and just do this shit and we and can, we can tell each exactly other and we can hold each want. other's accountable you we can talk yeah. to each other i got a quick question how did you feel when your backbone your family was like eh when you when you walk down college yeah. and they're like, oh, you what music? Da, da, da. Yeah. Because I felt the way when my mother said that, you know, and my mother, my step pops, and some people were down on me with this football thing. Yeah. Yeah, it probably didn't work out, but I went, I gave it everything I got, mm-hmm. so I couldn't go no more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it worked out for me because I got a lot of experience. It taught me so much lessons, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I got a little emotional behind yeah, it when man. I didn't have the support. When so how did you family, feel? Yeah. Did like you feel disrespected at the point? How did how did it feel? Um, for me, like, I'm a, I want everybody. I want all of us to like really expound on that. Facts. But for me, um, even probably to this day with yeah. everything that you have going on, yeah, you may have. They may be some doubt yeah, some from doubt, those yeah. from those that are closer to you. That's a fact. Because it be the ones that's closer to you that's gonna really mm-hmm. lay the law, and it really know. hurts yes, the most exactly. if they closest. And to you. who gives a fuck about the outsiders? Yeah. It's the ones that are closer to you mm-hmm. that you really vouch for their opinion, their love. And when you don't get it, yeah. it's like. So what advice could you tell for me, others out um, there and what the case may be? For me, my, the thing is with my situation, um, my whole family they was um kind of iffy about it. And um, they were dubbing it. But for me, it kind of motivated me. It didn't, like, make me feel sad or anything. It kind of made me want to prove them more wrong. Prove everybody wrong, you feel me? Anybody that doubted. Because I knew, we knew, that, bro, these ideas is wavy. Ain't nobody in New York having the ideas we have. If we just lay down the foundation and let people hear it and see it, then... Yeah, you feel and me? Sky's you, the limit. You knew what you can't do at the end exactly. of the day. And, and my mother, did. my mother, the thing is with my mom, like her opinion for me, it mattered the most. And she, at first, of course, your mother's gonna be skeptical. She's like, "Why the fuck you dropped out of school? Ah, uh-uh, mad money. Our school was like sixty thousand a year. Expensive. So they was like, "What expensive you doing?" Pain. But when exactly <laughs> when I started to explain to my mom, like, "Yo, these are ideas we have. These are the plans we got." My mother used to work in the industry, so she was like, "Okay, you got a plan." I'm going to help you. I'm going to um, put some money into it. Mm-hmm. But you have to show that you actually care about it. So once my mom told me that she's in it, I didn't care what nobody else said. My aunt was like, nah, fuck that. My uncle was like, yo, what you doing? My grandmother. But it's like, for me, it was like, that was just motivating me. Of course, they're not going to get it off mm-hmm. rip if you don't have nothing to show. But my motivation was just like, yo, let me prove everybody wrong. Let me just show them. Mm-hmm. But my mother, she supported it, so I didn't really care. I didn't feel sad or nothing. Yeah. I was just extra motivated. But what if your mother didn't support it? She didn't support it. What I want to prove her wrong too. Okay, you feel me? I wouldn't be sad because if I'm it's, sad, it's like you. It's like that's gonna mm-hmm. fuck with the ideas and the creative process. But anybody can doubt me. I could be by myself as long as I got thumb, bro. 
I'm good. Like as long as because they motivate me, they we all share the same type of mindset when it comes to it. So it's like I feel more confident when I'm around them and creating with them. So that's all I need. And you're you're a sum of the five people you spend the most time with. That's a fact. Um, it's a theory, and also and also Will Smith talks about in his book. Well, Mm -hmm. he kept on mentioning that look at the five people you're around. And those are that's the type of people you're gonna be. Yeah. You is you got you gotta really value your time and the, and like the environment you're around. Cause it can either poison you yeah. or bless you. Yeah. And but also I wanna give not trying to big home you, but I wanna give all you guys some piece of advice, right? You said as long as I got these two, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I want you to remember that regardless, sometimes people fade and have different direction ideas and God has different plans for everybody here. Yeah. So sometimes where you where you supposed to go, he may not go, and where you supposed to go, he may not go. At the end of the day, carry the vision out that you have in your head, regardless of what goes on, whether he's there or not. Mm-hmm. The same goes for me, it's me and Casey. Whether you know this brother, this brother's in the deep end, but at the end of the day, I'm like I'm gonna keep this going because this is my dream, and entirely with our dream, our dream is gonna go. Mm-hmm. But you gotta always have, regardless of what's going on, I'm gonna be good. And I'm gonna have I have faith in me yeah. and whatever you believe in. I always. Preach, believe in like God, what the case may be. Mm-hmm. But with your stuff, it's like it's gonna get done with or without you. Without, yeah. You know, they're your brothers. Everyone, That's you know, we're, we're brothers. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is the marathon must continue. Yeah. Long live Nip. You know, like my dad told me, like, you gotta keep it going. You gotta keep the last name going. When he was on his resting bed, he told me, All right, you have the baton now. And he passed it to me like he said, like, You have the baton on the hospital yeah. bed. Now I gotta keep this name going, you know. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Now, yeah, definitely. And I think too, like you know, it's a power also. And when you, when you got a vision, like it's like imagine you got a flashlight. You know, your mm. cone is only so big. Yeah. But then you know you got another flashlight turns on with you, and your cone get a little wider. Mm. Cone get a little wider. You could do more. You know, and it's like it's a beautiful thing. The power of agreement, and you know, like. Uh, uh, unity, share u- unity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and sharing a vision and doing all that each person can do to get to it. But I, I, w- I did want to speak on what you were saying about college. You know, because like when I um when I ended up, I was going to Baruch at the time. Mm. I was I was majoring in accounting, right? I didn't give a fuck about accounting, <laughs> but um I love this music shit. You know, and this whole time I'm trying to figure out like, yo, how can I have something to show? So that I can just leave, you know, and I don't got my whole family to be yeah. fucking ashamed of me and shit, you know, because a big part of it is just like your parents being able to say certain things when they talk to your relatives back home. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Oh, you in America and shit, like you got I'm from Trinidad, I was born in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. So being in America so, is a blessing. Like, yeah, when it I went outside is, when I went outside sure. the country, I got humbled. Is. So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, you're not in college, like yo, what you doing? You know, so I always I, I struggled with that for a while, you know, trying to cause whenever I was in school, I felt like I felt like, um, you know, and I'm not anti-college or nothing. I think college is a beautiful thing. Like, if you if you have a goal and you have a plan with it and you know what you're about to do with it and it's important to you, you should go for it. Because mm-hmm. education yeah. is one of the most important things in this world. Especially but for black men. If you know what you're doing, it's fact. Oh, yeah. Another thing is, too, that education is, is everywhere. And depending on what you want to do, you might not have to do it. And I was realizing for me, I was just in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now I'm thinking about switching to maybe music engineering school, but I'm trying to figure out if that's even worth the money based on what I've already learned. Mm-hmm. Just doing it on my, on my own, out of yeah. the passion, out of the love. But when I was in school, you know, like it was a big thing with my parents and shit. And um, there was a point in time where I had this big accounting final. And I'm gonna like tell y'all a little story real quick. Cause for me it was real interesting, this little point in my in my life. But so I had this um little accounting final coming up 
And like the week before, right, I had this dream. Now, I be having some crazy dreams sometimes, like some crazy vivid shit. <laughs> but usually they come out crazy. in a point in time when it's like, oh, my fault. I'm fucking knocking on the table. It comes out a point in time where, you know, there's a change going on in my life or it's like uh, a lot of things I'm thinking about, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of things on my mind. So at the time I was really weighing, you know, school and trying to do this music shit and teaching myself this engineering shit and maybe trying to, you know, work in a studio or something, just pivoting my career plan. And um, I had this dream that I was walking through the city with my pops and, yo, my pops was eight months pregnant. And I was like, <laughs> yo... Fuck? Yo, listen, yo, listen. Pops my pops pregnant. was eight months pregnant, like nine months or whatever. Baby was coming, right? Hey, but in yo. the dream, you know how some crazy shit, <laughs> some crazy shit would be going on in the dream. Yeah. But of course, eight pause all like, for me, it's yeah. my, nah, my I'm, pops I'm, ain't having yeah, a baby. Yeah, yeah. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, but um, you know, in dreams, like sometimes some crazy shit is going on, but you in the dream. So your reaction is just based on like, oh yeah, this is normal. Like, this is mm. reality. This is the situation that I got to deal with right now. So... Boom. Then my pops is like, oh, yo, <laughs> the baby coming. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Okay. Boom, it's water break. You know? Uh -huh. It's like everything is fog. You oh, can't really see nothing. It's a crazy story. It's right? a crazy <laughs> dream, right? right? So but listen, what are you getting out of this the dream? The point is, right? He has his baby. The baby is dead. It's a stillborn, right? Okay. It's a CD. And listen, it's fucked up, okay. right? But this is, the message at the end of it is important. All right. So there's this dude walking by. He look like he know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. It's a dream. But I ask him, like, yo, can you, like, you know you know what's wrong with this baby? You know, like, what happened to it? He's like, yeah, he looks at the baby. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't say this baby. I'm like, damn, why can't you say this baby? Like, what happened? He's like, he asked my pops, yo, is, the ba is this baby bigger than your balls? And my pops was like, yo, listen. And my pops was like, yeah, of course, it's a fucking baby. And then the dude was just like, well, that's why the baby died. And then the dream ended and I woke up. Right? Okay. So now the next week, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what was that dream about? Yeah, I'm, I'm lost myself. Lost. So it's bring okay. the viewers back in. I'm bring me back in. I'm going to bring it all together, right? Uh -huh. So I'm talking to my mans a little while later. And then, you know, at least in my mind, how I interpreted it, it all, it all lined up. The reason that the dream portrayed my pops having a baby, because it wasn't about a baby. It's not a human being. You know what I'm saying? It's an idea. It's a vision. You know what I'm saying? Something that you want out of this world. And the metaphor is like, yo, if your balls ain't bigger than the vision or if they ain't as big as the vision of what you want to do, you're not going to make it. And it's mm. not going to come out how you want to see it. That's how the baby you know died. And that's, that's how, how the baby, baby died. died. I'm fucking And that's why the nah. dude... That's what now nah, yo. Like, that you. was nah, the craziest metaphor for a story. It makes I sense though. Ever it's, heard that's real life. And my goddamn yeah. life, bro. Because it's not like because balls, it's like literally, but it's like your balls. It's like why would it why would it show me my pops having a baby, a man? Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. If it was just a baby, it would have shown a woman. Because your, your, your dream your dream baby. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Dream, I'm not me? gonna hold you. That that's was crazy. I don't even know what to say. That's the craziest thing. So like after this dream. Like so, what was so, the first time you guys ever came together and you were guys all right? Like all right, I want to do this. So you guys graduated high school, guys were in college. When was that first time you guys came together and were like all right, let's fucking do this shit? Um, well, one of my mans, uh, Waldy, that's my bro. He uh, he was not an artist or anything, but he just had connections with other artists and stuff like that. Like he was always in the studio, and we was chilling at his school. This is when um, it was like winter break, like December. We was coming, me and Ricky came back from school. We linked up with um, Z, my bro Eggy. We all went to his crib. And my bro Waldy, he was like, yo, I got this session with my mans. 
pop out, bro. Like, he was telling me. He was like, mm-hmm. yo, pop out. And I was like, um, oh, yeah, tap it on the table. He was like, yeah, I, I want you to pull up. And I was like, um, yo, Z make music and everything. And Ricky, my boy, I, me and Ricky was together all the time. Yeah, always. I was like, yo, Z make music. I want them to pop out. You feel me? Like, we all can be there. And he was like, all right, slot. We went to the session. And one of his mans was just making music and shit. He was hearing the beats. Pacho. His name was Pacho. Cool ass dude. His, yeah, he was nice yeah, too. Yo. He could really rap. Oh, and Wardy, he was just like freestyling on the beat and everything, having fun. And I was like, yo, let me freestyle on it. And this shit came out hard. And then I was like, yo, Ricky, Z, that's how I rap. And Z got on it. Z went off on it. And um, I remember Ricky, I was telling Ricky, I was like, yo, bro, you, like, Ricky can really rap. Like, people don't know yeah, this. Nah, like, I call, <laughs> I call <laughs> Ricky, well, shout out to Shy Glizzy. Hopefully he's telling you. I call, yo, the way, the way You he always used to call him Shy Glizzy. Always, you always, say that. always. Since high but school. But he sound, when he raps, yeah. he sounds like not, I'm not, not noticing. Trying to compare nah, it, cool, yeah. To cool. both. That's the sound. I remember like, you say you've been saying that, I've bro, been, for the longest. Bro. For the longest. Yeah, he's, like, like, he's, like, he's like, stop yeah, saying that. Like, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, what? When he rap, he, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> but I remember telling Ricky, like, yo, bro, you gotta get on this. Like, bro, you can rap. Like, he was like, I'm telling. And I had to really, like, tell him, like, yo, bro. Come right. on, we having fun. Like yeah. at the end of the day, it's not serious. Nah, we just though. having fun, and I never like rapped in the studio before, so I was like, "Yo, if I can do this, Ricky. I know you can do this because you can actually rap." Z went off. Z been rapping. You already know he had that. He already had a song out at that mm-hmm. time. You know that life ain't so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? We all got on it, and we was posting snippets and everything. We did another freestyle, posted snippets online. Everybody on our page individually were telling us like, "Yo, this shit is hard. Y'all just recorded this, y'all like." Everybody kept telling us, so that boosted our confidence. And even at that moment, we didn't think about no group or anything like that. It was just us having fun. Like, we were still in high school. But everybody consistently kept telling us, like, yo, y'all need to drop these songs. Mm-hmm. And then once we gained that co- confidence, we went, started going to the studio alone, mm-hmm. and we started making music. So I also from have a question was clip. for you guys. So you guys came together. You guys were just a group. Now, how did you guys come up with the name Galore? Well, it's yo, Ricky. Like, we so, was what is brainstorming so what is galore? Hours. So, what does galore mean to you guys and like your brand? Yeah, because so I don't really know. I'm just yeah. like, right, they just yeah. being some galore. Like, like to me, yeah. galore is like galore coffee. feel wavy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but the definition of galore it, it means um, it's a large abundance of something. So, it's like oh, I'm fashion galore. Like I have mm-hmm. large abundance of styles. You feel me? Of skills. Like our music is galore because we have so much different styles of music we can mm-hmm. tap into so many different levels we have so much levels of creativity mm-hmm. and then the vision is like we galore vision because we have a large abundance of of a vision our vision is big our creativity is big so we just combined it yeah, and then right. we went from there and being that it's three of us you know like we each got our own set of inspirations and then we all got like Ways that we combine together, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Things that we agree on. But we all bring a little bit of our own flavor to the pot. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. so it's really glorious, like a, all of that put together. Yeah. And I want to bring mm-hmm. something together, right? Um, you, It's signs. And I think we have to learn how to read the signs that are in front of our face and yeah. on the wall. Yo. I be telling Casey that all the time. You know, I tell Casey, yo. And sometimes I tell Casey stuff and he don't listen to me until... Three other people tell him. Mm-hmm. But me, I ain't trying to be cocky. I'm a visionary and I can see stuff. And I kind of tell people ahead of time. Because yeah. I was taught to be, I was taught ahead of my time. Yeah. And therefore, I believe that 
I'm kind of ahead of my time compared to my peers. No disrespect. Just the way my mental is wired and how I talk and how I operate. Looking at my beard is just different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I was I always tell Casey certain things, and then three other people would tell him. He's like, yo, E, I got to do this. Am I right or wrong? No, there definitely have been times and, where he definitely and, has. Yeah. And I think that what I want to tell people, what I want to tell y'all is that y'all bite it to the signs and y'all listen to it. Over, if you keep on getting, oh, do this, do that. Do it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do it. What you what you got to what you got to lose? I've been telling Casey there's something and he got something coming up for twenty for twenty twenty two and yeah. he's finally taking what I told him into consideration. Cause the signs are there. Yeah. You know, and I'ma just say a hint. With everything going on with TikTok, Instagram, visuals. <laughs> visuals. <laughs> so, you know, um, I wanna ask you yeah, a, a quick question. I wanna ask you a quick question, right? Like working with a group with a group, right? With a brother, like you know, me and Casey don't have as much difficulties as many may have known. Even you know, the owner of this spot, yeah. we had a bigger, bigger pod. It was like me, Casey, and mm -hmm. like two others. Bar, yeah, exactly. Then, wow. And now we kind of trimmed the fat. You yeah. trimmed the fat, you know. And those that are gonna be with you on the vision, they're gonna be with Remember you. Remember right? what Coach used to say? Coach used to say that to us: trim the fat, trim the fat. And so. But me and Casey, we had our challenges yeah. with uh, doing it like that. You know, I used to talk to the owner of this studio, Brooklyn Pockets. Shout out, shout out Josh. I can't see him. He behind the scenes. He's powerful. Dudes that are behind the scenes, don't fuck with them. You <laughs> no, know? That's a fact. Don't fuck with them at all. And that's how I'm trying to be soon. Soon I'm being off the grid on some real shit. Because those grid. that are off the grid, they, they're on some shit. Money real moves. talk. You see them now on Instagram for a year or two, da 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 da, -da Something's up. They got, they got the bag. Facts. So... We had our we had our differences probably I used to consult with the owner and Casey and it was a lot of challenges to be honest. It wasn't getting along yeah. or they were they weren't communicating. Most of the time I feel like with groups is communication that's a big issue. Yeah. So what is the ongoing issue that Galore has that needs to be resolved? Or what are the past issues that y'all have had? And what insight could you give, you know, to other people that wanna do stuff as a group, um, to overcome that? Yeah, talk about I would say yeah, I would say like, especially as a group of men, because we got no home a lot of testosterone, right? And there's no balance. How to overcome certain shit? Dealing with a group. Yeah, you dealing with a group. We all got like individual emotions and shit for me. So it's like, we gotta let each other know, like, yo, how are we really feeling when shit is really like bothering us for me? Because like when we communicate, we get all that shit out the way. Feel me? Like communication is definitely key. Feel me? We always. We always feeling something, feel me? Mm. It's like, we don't talk about it. That's it was just It's not going to be resolved, and we yeah. know it. We know it when we get together, and we got to be together. We feel each other's energy. Yeah. We know when something's wrong. And that's why like, you got to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, man. We got to get to that place where we have gotta to You got to make talk. sure your balls are bigger than the baby, bro. Yeah, that's but, facts. but <laughs> talking, about facts. That, talking about that, I think like pride, and ego, pride and ego kills a lot of things. Because as men, and also as females, just anybody... We, we we feel a way when we we feel a way when we want to get vulnerable, right? Or when it's something that's really sensible, mm -hmm. sensitive to us. Like, yeah. We're like, oh, Prescott, you know, fuck that. I don't even want to talk to him about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. this and that, you know, it's that it's that voice in our head that tells us this yeah. and that. Be that monster, man. It's nah, that nah, pride. Nah. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. It was growing up. It's a sense of like weakness because back in the day when you're in elementary, middle school, high school, mm -hmm. whatever you used to say that what you was truly feeling. 
Like it was a sign of weakness and people mm-hmm. use it against you to bully you. Mm. Facts. And that's why we want to talk about it and they'll look at you a certain way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have anxiety. Yeah, I'm nervous sometimes. Yeah, I don't like this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then they're going to point it out at you. Yeah. So as a group, you may feel like, oh, even though he's your friend, you may feel like he may, you know, cut your ass about it. Mm-hmm. And I become, so I think it all comes down to communication. Communication yeah. is as everything and anything. Especially when you you're know? working with more than I was going to say, person. you guys have a story where you guys all like miscommunicated or had an issue right. yeah. that you guys felt like got a little out of hand and you guys came back together and you yeah. were just like, uh, 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 let's talk about this. What, um, what, was, what was the issue? Well, the issue, it, it goes all the way back to communication still. Uh-huh. Um, it happened over the summer. Well, we had this song prepped up called um, Undefeated that I produced, Z Mix. And um, me and Ricky actually created it in my crib last 2020. In my crib, yeah. Ricky was freestyling, yeah. went crazy. And every time we played for somebody, he was like, oh, y'all got to drop this shit. We made it like months before it dropped. Yeah. And um, we like were... Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, was in, it was during Gosh. quarantine. It was during lockdown yeah. that we created the song, last oh, quarantine. And um, we was getting ready to drop the song. We had a whole photo shoot. We was mixing the song at the same time. And... Um, the song process became long because we were all so busy and Z was mixing it and we was also working on other music. Um, and Z, you went... Yeah, I went to Florida. To Florida. I went to, I took a trip to Florida yeah. for a little while. Um, I was with this, visiting some family and it was like right when the song dropped. Right when you know? it dropped, yeah. But um, my trip to Florida, it had, it had some unexpected twists and turns, you know, and, and it was certain shit that um, was going on out there that... Uh, you know, it kind of took my attention and it took my, it was some things, some, some family situations, you know, and it was like, it was almost the perfect timing because it's like I had to be there to help resolve those situations, but it just kind of threw me off a little bit, especially like right on release day, you know, the week after that and a few weeks after that. So, um, and I actually had to end up staying in Florida for a little bit longer than I expected. Like two weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to stay for like two weeks. So I got back and, um, you know, in the time that in the time that we dropped that song, I feel like our miscommunication was in the we felt like we each weren't um present for that release, you know? Like Emotion I was kinda was. Yeah, emotionally yeah. and we weren't communicating as much as talking as much because like we talk every day. You know, we call each other, we say something like mm. whatever we gotta do. And we wasn't for talking a week, at all. Like, and we, we just wasn't talking just because everybody was in like a different zone with mental, stuff, yeah. you know, dealing with and it was shit that we didn't talk about yet for us to know. Yeah. So from each person's perspective, it just felt like, damn, shit kinda empty right now. Like what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and it was really just cause of that lack of Yo, bro, like, what's going on? Like, how you living? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. And you're right. As men, we don't, we don't do that shit enough. Like, we, and a lot of times we bottle shit up. That's and then fact. those little disagreements or those little thoughts, they become more because now it's snowballing with other yeah. shit. And at right, that man, time, out. like, one thing about Ricky, he's, like, real, like, he cares about the promotion process. I care about everything. Yeah, no, he cares about everything, everything, but matters. it's, like, that he everything wants the matters. same, like, the same type of energy we putting into creating the song and getting it out. Like, he was really, like, on top of it. So, around that time, Z was away. Um, everything was happening with his family. My mentality, usually, since I started, like, producing and everything, it's always been on, like, just creating the next shit. Like, being able to just work on the next thing and just go. Like, because we'd be working on that song. That song, for me, 
for my ears, it felt like an old ass song because me and Ricky created it last, like 2020. Uh, so it was like, yo, I'm tired of hearing this song. I'm tired of thinking about the song. I just want to make the new shit. Yeah. So I was just focused on that. And I wouldn't pay attention to like really pushing the song to go to the next level. And how he was feeling. How he yeah. was feeling. He was like, yo, why not? Why wouldn't you want to push these songs? These songs can blow up. Yeah, and he was right in that yeah. and my mentality was just like bro I don't give a fuck about this song I wanna uh, just go to the next one I was like, about to say I can, I can actually like relate to that like on a fucking person level because like so as an artist like see like as a single artist right since you guys have a group you guys always have like each other to kind of yeah. like really fall back on and talk about like what you think about like really like I can ask like my my friends I can ask Ethan like yo what do you think about this or I can ask someone else like yo what do they think about this mm -hmm. right, most of the time I, when I talk about this like I have my engineer but I always forget like as an artist that like someone who hasn't heard a song from you might like that song yeah. more than you yeah. might like it. That's a fact. Like, and you it's something that's really like. big because like, so like, I hear my old music, right? And I'm like, I fucking hate my old yeah, music. Yeah. I'm like, I hate listening to it. I think it's really whack. I think it's old. And I, like, you if I hear my new music, yeah. yeah. So when I hear my new music, I'm like, this is really good. And I like this way more compared to my own music. But then there's someone who always hits Somebody. me up and it's just like, yo, this that first song shit, you dropped? Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, 2015? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, like, <laughs> you still got that 2017 track? And it's just like, they always say like, this is my favorite and song. And in your ears, you're yeah. like, bro, I don't even want to listen to this I know, this and me too. And then like, the thing is like, sometimes I got to sit back and like, I perk back up and I'm like, let me hear this song. Yeah. I'm like, you yeah. know, I can see why someone would really like this song, but like just the production, the quality, this is not where I want it to be. I feel like the best thing you got to, you got to listen. Yeah, we got mad shit. I feel like the best thing is to hear it when you're around other people, not yeah. just by yourself. Because you're you around a know. group of people and they like, yo, this is hot. Yeah. Then maybe you can feel it. But when I'm alone, around that time when we dropped that song, mm -hmm. bro, I was like, yo, I made this beat last. And I made this in 2020. The new shit we got is better. Like, I just want to mm -hmm. go. We in have so much way. music. And yeah. I understand that I'm the same exact way, yeah. but there's always people who always hit me up and they're just like, yo, this is the song that I like. And sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know. And that's how it happened. That's why we ended up finishing that yeah. song. That song, because, because people were telling it us. It was just like, I think I played it for a few friends. He's played it for a few, few people. And they was all like, yo, wow, what are y'all doing? Like, and it's crazy because, like, I was watching this interview with Juice World. Yeah. And he was talking about how we dropped the album. And Lucid Dreams, obviously, we all know that song. Mm -hmm. That's the one song that blew up on the album. And he's like, I thought that song was like not the best song. Always like, yeah, yeah. That song was all right. And then like, yeah. if you really, you never know like what song is gonna gravitate towards like people the most. That's right. Like, it's because like music. you can have a song that you think is really fire, and then you can have a song that's like all right that you think is all right. That shit might blow and you up. drop it on the album, and that's the one that takes off exactly. compared to every but single song. The same goes for an idea. Exactly. That's why you just gotta try shit because yeah, you just never know. You know, yeah. the singles for anything is universal. It's not just yeah. for music, but da, 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 da. this is universal, right? Yeah. And talking about the problems, the problems is universal too. Like you said, you didn't really respect where he was coming from. You were so stuck in your ways and how you feel. Yeah. And you didn't really say, all right. I, yeah, didn't, get me, it. I didn't really You didn't try see to from his point of view. Yeah. And maybe because of his communication, right? Or lack of communication. That's what was like, yeah. Well, we was all over well, the place. I'm going to leave Zion. Zion alone. That's, yeah. I'm gonna leave him alone, you know. And it's just like, nah. Like maybe I should reach out to him and see what's up. What's Even if on? you want to tell you, check up on him because that's your brother at the end of the day. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying. Yeah. And me and Casey, uh, we had that too. Like I'm, I want to be to the, I'm to the T with everything because, like they say, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. And the little things matter the most. That's what my father said. And you could, you could read a lot about about anything and about especially someone. By what by the little things, the little justice they do. Yeah. I'll tell you everything. You get what I'm saying? That's a fact. So 
Yeah, man. Communication yeah. gotta be yeah. on point. Yeah, on, communication and is key, man. Every on 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 that's every trickle down. Like for us, and every on that time it trickle down. And like, regards, yeah, 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 yeah bro. And yeah. regards, if if you need help, go seek help. Yeah. Put that little voice of saying, "Ah, it's trying." Your mind is trying to keep you trapped in. You need to let it out somehow. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what you need to talk to someone. If I, I always tell people, if you don't want to talk to me or you don't want to talk to your beloved ones, talk to God. Yeah. But if they don't want to talk to God, talk to the the person in the mirror. Because at the end of the day, it's you against you. And you got to be all right with yourself. And you got to find that balance in your head. Because mm-hmm. your mind is always going to play tricks on it, tricks with you. But you got to talk to your mind. You got to find peace within Facts. it. Um, what is So what is the next step for Galore? What can people look forward to? And why should people listen to Kalor? Why should people tune into you after viewing this pod or just in general? I mean, the next step for us, so we got a few releases locked and loaded, you know, and um, right now we got a ton of shit in the vault. But lately we've been, we've been, like I was saying before, you know, we've been expanding those skills in the craft, you know, and bringing shit into our own hands. Like with me mixing, Prex making beats, Ricky doing the video treatment, like, We've been taking. So we took a for long this year. Break we trying too. to yeah. We took a break for a little while. Just to really work on that. We really that part of it exactly and and and, and perfect the craft, perfect the art. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really excited for what we got coming up this year. You know what I'm God saying? Like, shit, can't bro. wait. We got a so ton much of shit. There's so much mm-hmm. ground making sounds. Like it's really about like it's really about how can we step outside the box? How can we push the sound a little bit further? Separate ourselves. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit mm-hmm. coming out of. Brooklyn coming out of New York, that it's pretty much the same sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, as galore, you know, to to really live up to our name, it's our job to break to that different. mold, to be you know different, what I'm saying? and be different, yeah. and, and you know, bring something new. But why should? But my question again is, why should people just generally follow and support y'all? Because well, I, how how is that gonna help them or add value to their life? That's for them so, to decide. Yeah, that's not for me to decide. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's. Tap in. And if you feel us, you feel us. If you don't, you don't. That's okay. But just expect something. Expect the unexpected. You feel me? Like Like anybody like that listens to music, they want to feel something different. Nobody wants to hear the same shit every day. People get tired of that shit. Mm -hmm. Unless you fuck with the shit, you fuck with it. But people get tired of hearing the same shit. They want to hear something different. They want to feel something different. Even if it's a small tweak on a beat, small tweak on the production flows. Exactly. You feel me? We bring something different to the table. Every release, every video is going to be a movie. And it's just entertainment for for the listener. It's it's excitement when people hear new shit. It's like who your favorite artist? Like it don't matter who it is. Like my favorite artist Kanye. I yeah, expect look at something you. You're different. You're trying to be Kanye right now. No, God. <laughs> it's cold outside though. Nah, no, nah, nah, it's, it's freezing. You, you. But yay, like he, you know, he's gonna bring something different, regardless Thanks. if you like it or not. Uh-huh. You expected something different. Yeah. So for us, we we follow that same type of um, mentality when it comes to creating. Mm-hmm. Just like and you, you can't please everybody. You know what I'm saying? No, no matter what that's you're like doing, the biggest you can't thing please everybody. And if you're trying to please everybody, mm-hmm. you're not you're you're gonna gonna fall into the loop. Who you are? You're gonna you know fall into the matrix, yeah, and then you just like the rest of them. You, yeah. you don't have your own. Lame. You don't separate yourself from nobody. You just like try everybody else. else We've been tr- we for us. We already different. We already know that. But now it's yeah. About look, look at the, look at the way the you music. came into this vibe. So you feel me? So I was gonna say. So what makes <laughs> you, you guys different? Me, like um, if I looked on your page and I want an IG, like what am I gonna get out of it? Like what makes Galore different? And like why you guys think that what makes you different is gonna make you guys successful? Um, well, I think the the difference is it really falls down to the music. 
Like, if you hear the music, mm-hmm. every song we ever dropped in the past sounds different, and none of them sound the same. Like, production, mm-hmm. the mix, the flows, like, we be singing, we be rapping. Like, yeah, it's always a level up. It's always something different on a page. We might have a, we might delete everything from the past and have a whole different yeah. outlook on the page. And I think me? that one thing that really sets us apart is that we, we, we focus on the creativity, bro. Like, I feel like a hard. lot of shit that we hear, and it's not really, it's a lot of hustlers trying to rap. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. a lot of to, that, yo, I'm a hustler. I'm trying to get to the bag, so I'm going to make a song. You know, I'm around this, so I'm going to make a song, and it's going to pop, and I'm going to get my family out the hood. You know, which is a beautiful thing. Like, I'm not knocking it. But I feel like we we really trying to bring it back to the music and bring the soul back into the music, bring yeah. the real feeling back into And make the this music. shit wavy at the and same make time. make this shit wavy. Like, it's not me? like forced trying to do some boom bap rap. Spiritual, yeah. miracle shit. It's like, nah, we trying to be wavy and we trying to combine both worlds. Yeah. You feel me? Like for the kids to listen to, for the adults to listen to, for everybody to yeah, enjoy. Just trying to have fun with it. And y'all make y'all y'all find time to do like get along with the studio and yeah. where the case may be, right? Y'all you find go time? to the studio right yeah. now. Yeah, y'all yeah. find time for it, right? Yeah. For anyone out there, for whatever it is you're trying to do, and whoever's in your life, they are gonna find time. I don't want to yes, hear the bullshit. A lot of people be chasing people. And as you can see, these three young men, they got busy lives. Every single Everybody. one of them got a different story. Me and Casey have, have, have our lives going and what the case may be, but we find time for what is important to us. So what I've been seeing a lot lately, people just, you know, chasing people, man. Don't chase nobody. And, pe- and people going to make time for what's important for them. I just wanted to give that advice because I've been seeing a lot of bullshit out there, man. Yeah. So, you know, um, Casey, do you got any more any more questions? I just want to uh, say a little bit, like, just... As like being an artist, or, yeah, talk you know, shit. you know, just as being an artist and like hearing you guys speak, like that's always something like my journey is like way different, like a little bit compared to you guys. Right. So mm-hmm. like as me as an artist, like I, I guess you could say it is about the music because when I started making music, it's funny because I heard this one song on the radio and I was like, damn, this shit is ass. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know yeah. how this shit hits the radio. And I'm just like, you know. I could do better than this shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And bro, honestly, like, I could, I do come from like a very like musical background. Mm-hmm. Besides playing clarinet with Ethan in fucking middle school, my yeah. man over here was fucking Squidward. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like, realistically, like realistically, like, side by no, side, we like literally used to like be clowning. <laughs> but like realistically, like I my both my parents were very very like musically, like yeah. very into music, and like they expressed and showed me different types of music. And I've always grew up on like everything. So like, if you look at my platform, like my top five songs nothing to do with rap music like yeah. and it's funny because i make hip-hop rap music or even like pop a little bit r&b you know here and there so like the reason why like, i did this is because like i remember when i first started i thought the music i was making was hard as fuck and then <laughs> i listened to it and then i had someone that asked someone like this shit is doo-doo and i was like <laughs> Yo. you know you're you're probably right it's probably whack. And then, like, from then on, yeah, I was like, no, like, I'm going to work on my brand and I'm going to actually focus on, like, my my music and make it a lot better. Because yeah. I do think any artist who comes up, they always try to be something they're not. Yeah. And yeah. I think out of this episode, what I got from you guys is, like, you guys are the most truest form of yourself in the music and who you guys are in real life. And you know what I'm saying? Like, at, at maybe, and there was a time where I, when I first started making music, all the music I was listening to was shit that, you know, these people say they rap about because yeah. yeah. you know i'm gonna say most of them probably are very true to what they rap about Some of them. yeah you Some know not them. everyone but i know what i was rapping about wasn't me yeah and and i think like it's because you're just a product of your environment especially in an industry like this you start hearing shit that you want to sound like so you put your mentality towards something that you want to make yeah. like that and i think like over time it took me a very very long time to find my sound and like kind of have like 
this image of like who I am as like yeah. an artist, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the whole reason why I, I, I always preach is like be yourself as an artist because like you have your own lane. Just like you guys said, the music is the most important thing, but there's also more that goes into just the music because mm-hmm. the brand is the most important thing. Yeah. Your music could be garbage, but like if you are an amazing brand and people know who you are and want to tune into your story, mm-hmm. the fans are going to follow the music yeah. regardless of like yeah, the music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But having great music also very helps a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it took me a very long time to understand who i was and i had to do multiple sitbacks and drop a lot of songs to find out like who i really was like an in industry and like coming up you guys know this is a lot of doubt a lot of people always tell you you're not gonna be able to do this shit yeah. people say they support you and they're like all right what's your favorite song and they can't even give you a song yeah. and like it's just an industry where everyone wants to ride the bandwagon like once you made it yeah. Definitely. And, and it's something that you guys have to just continue like pushing through like all the small achievements and the big ones celebrate because honestly, no one gives a fuck about you. Like all the people who say they support you, they ain't really supporting you until like they know you're popping. You, pop yeah. you know, and I think like now, like with my newer music that I have coming out, like my whole like not to be seen. I was talking with Z literally yesterday about this when I was walking my dog. Like the whole not to be seen thing, like me not showing my face on social media, it has nothing to do with like me. This is that. Yeah, That's no, I appreciate it. So the reason why, like. Just for anyone who like tuned in, this is like gonna be the new. It's trying to be like Pooh Shaxi. Yeah, absolutely. So like the, the new reason why like I'm doing this because I'm bringing this up because you guys are very creative. You guys understand this. Like mm. on social media, a lot of people always comment like, "Oh, like not trying to gas myself up," but like I'll be like, "Oh, like you're very good looking. This isn't that. Ah ah ah. Like hard eyes." And I'm just like, you know, like I'm kind of tired just being that dude who just kind of look nice. Like, do you know Pretty anything about dude, my? Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not like I'm really trying to be an artist, and I feel like some of you guys aren't taking that shit serious. Yeah. Mm. So like you know, I was like you know, fuck it. From now on, I literally archived all the photos of myself, and I started fresh on my IG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once I got verified on IG, I was like, I'm starting fresh, and I started fresh, and not to be seen as a metaphor. Like the mask is a metaphor that you can be who you want to be, no mm. matter what. Like once I put on that mask, I could be whoever I want whoever I want to be, when I want to be. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want anyone judging me for who I am. You're going to look at me and see a normal person. You're not going to see who I am. I want you to listen to what I'm saying yeah. so you can feel like what I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something nah, that's that fire. I want people to focus on from now on. Like, not trying to spoil anything, but my new music video, it's going to really go into like, I have like this crazy visual that I have coming out. I was telling Z a little bit about it, but this visual is like who I really want to be in this music industry. Like, I want to be like that big bad dude and like you guys are gonna find out like who I really am in this music shit. Like I'm not taking it lightly anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, like what I learned from you guys today is like you always have to be yourself and stay true to who you are. And you guys had this vision all the way from high school. And I think over time, you guys kind of like it's gonna sound a little weird, but you guys grew into like this like lotus flower, and you guys really like mm-hmm. sprouted and who yeah. you guys really were like meant to be. Yeah, yeah. And I no, think thanks. anyone who's listening today can really tune into your story and hear like, all right, like. Follow my dreams, even if I have to make that pivot regardless of who's supporting me or not. Because yeah. it's your vision, it's your life, you only live once. Who's going to tell you what you can and can't do? Yeah. And That's if you feel shit. like you have a plan and it can come through and it can fall Facts. through, like just Ethan said, have that plan B, but stay in that industry, stay in something because you never know when your time mm-hmm. is coming. Like yes. I hate this shit when everyone's like in the music industry, like you got to wait your turn. Not yeah, waiting your turn, bro. You it's your time now. Like yeah, every time, and like have your own lane. It don't matter. You don't need a label. You don't need any of this. And that's the beauty Russ of it. Best. And you got to put in your today, work. Because yeah. a lot of people see, you know, we see a lot of people blow up and shit. We see them on Instagram. Oh, this dude blow up. Like, I hear them. Mm-hmm. I don't care about nothing. Then it's like, 
Nobody sees how long that took. Yo, you know yo, what I'm saying? Nobody gosh, sees the before that too. the money. You know, and they, they think like, oh, it's this rap show. I'm just hopping. Some of those goats, boom. bro, they blew you up know? when they was in their late twenties. Yep. But that too, right? But there's something you missed out. It's comparison. Comparison is nah, killer facts. of all joys, killer of everything. Nah, I hate that shit. So everyone gets into this comparing game on social media. And just with when you see talking about you comparing this and that, this and that. Bro, like Casey said, and like all of us, and what I preach, just stay in lane and what's meant is meant. Mm-hmm. You got nothing to lose when you're when you're in your lane. Yep. And like Fab posted on this picture, when you when you're in your own lane, there's no traffic. There's no mm-hmm. being your pace. No competition. Nip, Nip said, exactly, no competition. No competition. Nip, Nip said, run your marathon at your own pace. Because yeah. you're going to try to go on mine, you may slip and fall. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And everything Casey said was facts, not only just for music. Cause it was just for everything, everything in, life. in life. Casey just, for everyone that was out, for everyone, especially y'all. Yeah, when Casey was talking, I was zoned in because yeah. he was talking that trill. Like, that was the formula for just life and just anything that you're trying to do. Anything. Yeah, anything. And I appreciate, we appreciate y'all for coming. Fact. You know, y'all my brothers. Yeah. I love y'all. We play, oh, we yeah, play football bro. together. Y'all brought joy to my heart in football. Y'all were some fact. comedians. Y'all still yeah. some comedians. You <laughs> yeah, know, bro. but I respect y'all craft and I respect what you got, guys got going on. Me and Casey fully support you. You know, I've been supporting you since day That's one. And I kind of seen this when we when we was in practice. You know, you guys want to do this rap, and it's yeah. a blessing to see that y'all actually took it serious. Because a lot of people just be fucking around with their life, and life is not something to be fucking around with at all, yes. or with their plans and ideas, and just be serious about yourself. Because if you don't take yourself serious, who the fuck will, exactly. right? And um, did you um did you uh did you send on Josh um the the file? Yeah, yeah. I, you, I Josh, you got it. It's gonna be right, on so, this yeah. episode. Facts. Yeah, and with be. what Casey said too, even though what Casey said, that also includes me with fitness too, yeah. with any career path, right? I'm true to myself. I'm not comparing. Da, 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 da. I'm just doing me, following my niche. You know, having my plan and just woof, going for it. You know, and that's that. Yeah. Yo, Josh, can you can you can you can you pull up that track? Before crazy. before we end though, I want to say one thing. We have like a minute. But I just want to let you guys know. I heard this quote, and I'm gonna say it again. I was like, every person has two lives. The second one doesn't start until you realize you have one. Mm-hmm. And remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Because that's I think this important ass quote that you can take very far. And for everyone that's tuned in today, we thank you all for tuning in. This is Galore. If you haven't checked them out, what are y'all IGs? Say it right now, real quick. Uh, mine is at VZN Banny B A N N I. My name is at Donavachi D O N N A V A C H I. And this is Peso the Chef P E S O the Chef. <laughs> Brothers in the deep end, baby. Let and our IG, the Galore IG is Galore Vision VZN, not Vision is VZN. But we'll drop the handles in the bio. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all behind the camera tuning in. We love y'all. Continue to support our journeys as individuals and as a group. And we love y'all. And it's just like that. Because my bitch gotta be finer than me. It's lonely at the top, but it's better than the bottom. Pull another shot. Genie in the bottom. Grim Reaper in the clock, turn him in the charts, magic in the air, make him disappear. I know that life ain't fair. Life ain't fair. So I don't play fair. Count him up, count him up, count him up, throw him. I'll make it back for the shit at the flow. I'm out back for the clothes at the flow. I just got back, it's like four in the morning, four in the morning, four in the morning.
Stand in the world, you can't touch my height, big dog, big chain, shut my bite, hurricane, on my wrist, purple dough, in the split, champagne, for the pain, Alize, for the chase, CMO, for the hell, baby Simon, for the bell, scheme and dream, King Kim, name is ass, what's that smell? I was saying, CNC, I trust, BB, funny man, keep it, chop a left, he, 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 push back, beating me, I'm forever safe, come on, bitch, get it.